Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Mats Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Welcome to 2019 IP Parents. We are so happy to start this next podcast. It's going to be a two-parter. This is episode eight, part one. So I don't know about you, but 2018, I am happy you are gone. It was really intense and there was so much happening actually really over the last couple of years, but that's beside the point. Where we are now is 2019. And any of you who tuned in for the mini cast on letting go, we were looking at what we could let go of to make space for things and our kids and ourselves in 2019. So part one here, I'm going to do a bit of a solo podcast. We had an unexpected New Year's and my husband is out for a walk with our daughter and we want to just shake it up a little bit. Each time do things a little bit differently. Why not? Part two is going to be about our intentions for 2019. Now, sometimes there might be meditation. We did letting go, which is again, sort of a visualization or checking in, so to speak. But one thing that all of us, regardless of our beliefs and practices and rituals and whatnot we do in our lives, Setting intentions is a great thing to do, not only for the year, but really each day. It's looking at what we're grateful for and what we need and intend for the day, meaning in our best hopes and dreams, that's how it would be. So we'll, we'll connect in with that in just a little bit. For now, just going to touch in on the wrap up and the beginning of how things are going to start this year. So... We had a pretty <clears throat> challenging Christmas, and I sound a little more perky than I expected to 10 days ago, because at a certain point, you either totally get lost in the darkness of things, or you surrender, surrender to each other. <laughs> instead of getting mad and frustrated and going cuckoo about things and to the universe, to life, to whatever it is that you believe in that moves you forward in your destiny, in your fate. And that's all you can do. So that's where we are right now. Uh, those of you who have seen what dreams may come, <laughs> I feel that's a bit of what happened. That There was just a really dark, Thing happening and either you fight it which just makes things worse you know it's like one of the worst things you can do you think you can control things and make them different even though reality is telling you it's like this da 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 um so at a certain point you just have to join each other and just be like here we are this is where it is this is what it is and I think it's that going through the darkness and rather than trying to go around it that makes such a big difference I went and met somebody once. There was a big eco-festival and there was a gentleman there from Canada. He's Native American, North American. And he told the story of the white buffalo. Does anyone know that story? 
I will not do it justice, I have no doubt, because I don't remember all the details, but the important piece was about not going around things, but going through them, and how important that is. And in this story, it's something along the lines of, and forgive me those who know this story properly, but the gist of it is that there's a herd of buffaloes, and there's the white buffalo, and and there's food they can see grass and green and sunshine and whatnot kind of in the distance. But there between them, there's like a storm and it's snowy and crazy. And, and the main herd is like, no way. I'm not, I'm not, we're not going through that. For what are you crazy? Like we could die. Like we don't know what's going to be in there. That's scary. It's dark. No way. We're going to go all the way around to get to that pasture. But the white buffalo knew that he had to head into the storm, the darkness, the snow in his face, whatnot, the unknown, basically, and go directly towards that green and that light that he knew was on the other side. And it was scary, and he couldn't breathe at times, felt like he couldn't walk. But eventually, through the turmoil and the reality that was you know, the scary, like, am I going to make it? Am I going to get to that other side? He does. And on the other side is this amazing place. And we don't know if the rest of the herd <laughs> made it or not. I, I don't remember that part of the story. I think the thing that touched me was it's so natural and human to want to avoid conflict and certain realities which make life not feel great. I think we do it sometimes in our relationships. We do it sometimes with our kids. So when things pop up, obstacles, realities, it's a natural tendency to try to just, oh, can we just not deal with this somehow? Uh, or just give up or whatnot. And uh, ultimately, what I have found and this story reminded of is that you, you just got to go through it. You just got to face it, sit down, sit down with it, get your hands dirty and just say, okay, let's, let's see what's here. So I think that's a bit of what we did over the last few days. And you all heard my dark day was pretty dark. We were not in a great place for sure, but right now something feels different. And in fact, I think the effects of the unhappy people involved in the reality of where we, how we got to that point this is the opposite of what they would like. You know, it actually pushed us closer together. And of course, having a child in the mix makes a big difference, doesn't it? When you have a little person or a bigger one, anybody who's in your heart, whether you're a guardian, blood parent, whatever, it doesn't matter. The person that you take care of on every day looks up in your face and, and they don't know or they may care when they're older, but they ultimately it's about you know, but we're here now together and all this other stuff, mommy, doesn't matter. And that's true. Take our money, take our house, take our, you know, our work, whatever. It doesn't matter. Ultimately, if we can love each other and we will, we'll pretty much sort the rest out the best we can, whether we like it or not is not the point. That's that judgment and that feeling is something else. So here we are in 2019 and we're just going to take one day at a time and 
I am a little spiritual, sometimes more, <laughs> sometimes less. And uh, in the past, pre-husband, I lived my life quite intuitively and in moments still since then. So now we're in a place where that's how we're working. We follow and surrender to whatever's going on here and we move forward. And meanwhile, in the midst of organizing and getting rid of things in our lives that we don't need, you know, as far as belongings and whatnot, uh, donating things and starting the new year, clearing space for some chi. If you're into feng shui, that can be a really powerful thing to do. It brings a lot of different things into your life. So I love starting the year with that. So I'm in Ella's room right now, which I started to attack it with mats and uh, the other day when we moved her bed. And okay, it's there's going to be some clearing and things always come. Something shifts, something happens. So I'm excited about that. The other thing is the intuition. It's that, okay, I'm open. You become this sort of, your arms are wide open and you're just going to see what comes and be receptive and pay attention to the signs and uh, regardless of whether you agree <laughs> with what comes and whether it's going to be tough or not, there's going to be definitely some tough months ahead, but it's it's going to be interesting. It won't be boring for sure. And quality time with Ella between all that, I think trying to keep a balance for her inside of the madness, which is clearly starting to happen, um, is the only way that we can go because otherwise she starts to regress and we did have some moments of that with her toilet training and whatnot. And that's just part of what happens. But I think that we are now working towards really keeping a firm foundation, even with the job loss and the possible apartment, mo well, most likely apartment loss soon and all this other stuff. So um, it's funny how powerful it can be to have people in your life that depend on you energetically and start to go cuckoo when you're starting to stress. Wow, the last few days, Ella was definitely, wow, she didn't sleep. She was crazy because she didn't sleep. She was feeling our emotions. Um, and it shows up differently with older kids from my experience, but it's still there. They feel it. They just may respond to it and manifest it outwardly very much differently. Um, so I'm sure some of you have experienced that as well. Or if you have animals, wow, you really see it with the animals as well. They just, something isn't right. And you can be tired and pissed off about the response, but then ultimately it's because of what's going on with you. So we're forced to not be in a crappy space for very long because ultimately I don't want to hurt Ella. I don't want her to be affected. I don't want our cat to be affected and old, and we don't want to affect our, ourselves and each other like that. So it, it, there's no wallowing going on over here. And I can definitely encourage that for anyone else who's going through transitions this year or coming up. It's, um, it's a really powerful pool. Isn't the right word thing to work with is that you, you can't get stuck too long. If you want to have a good life with your family, the only thing you can do is find solutions. You know, when I was in corporate, that, and I still occasionally am, that's what we work with. You know, yeah, we can all complain about what doesn't work and be pissed off, miserable, whatever it is. But ultimately, you got to find solutions. Find solutions. That's what you've got to focus on. So 
there you go. That's where we are. 2019, we are ready for whatever's coming. Well, maybe we're not ready, but we're ready to be ready, if that makes sense. So uh, it's a gray but sunny day where we are now. And my daughter is happily sleeping. She had her first sleepover absolutely spontaneously, which was probably the best way. We had uh, New Year's and it got late. And our friend's daughter, who is older, quite a few years older than Ella, but they get along quite well. She was tired. Ella was tired, of course, because New Year's goes late. So they had a sleepover. The girls slept near each other and I was there too. So there were the three of us. My husband slept downstairs so kindly because he snores a lot. And anyway, then it's kind of like girls slumber party. Though we didn't, my dream was to do the first sleepover like really properly. Do a Ford, have popcorn. Oh, we did have popcorn, but you know, cool, fun sleepovery things. But this is a starter sleepover. So that was good. Waking up in the morning Thankfully, there were some things in the refrigerator since I would normally have also, you know, planned pancakes or something. But I did some French toast and we had a few bits of fruit and we at least apple maple syrup and whatnot. And the girls were super tired, but but happy to be together. And Ella loves, loves, loves uh, her big girlfriends because they're just cool and neat. And I totally get that. So that was a really nice way to start 2019. And meanwhile, the adults really some intense discussions. I think for us, it was a bit of like being with family, this couple, other couple. And at the same time, it was sort of like a big therapy session (laughs) moving in out of 2018 into 2019, because we have some similar stories or emotions or whatnot going on, not in the same place, but you know, we're human beings in relationship, parents in a way, like uh, we had a parent, biological parent and a bonus parent. And, you know, we have the same thing going on over here. So it was, it was really cool, strong, a bit emotional, but lovely and heartwarming at the same time. And I think that's something we really, really needed. So we got a couple of new things going on for a while. We've been lucky that we generally, except last year was really, really, oh, please, the worst, (laughs) hardest, most emotional new year. I think there was already some things bubbling around and we didn't realize it. We felt something, something might be happening. Uh, There were changes. We had just moved. We were a bit exhausted from that and something didn't, everything was falling apart in the apartment last year. We had a huge fight. I think the biggest fight that we'd had, I mean, emotionally, it wasn't, we've had you know, disagreements before, but this was like passionate. There were fireworks breaking over the house, like literally over the house last year. And, um, we had the same this year. So it was, but it was powerful because looking back and the other couple was the same. It's so funny. They also had a really intense last year. There was something going on. Maybe it was blue moon or something like that. And this year, you know, something had shifted for all of us. And even though there's still, you know, things happening, that was a really nice realization to to feel that things had shifted. So on that note, I hope all of you who are out there 
in 2019 and maybe not starting it in the most perfect, amazing way. And maybe there's some hiccups. Boy, do we have those on our plate. But we have our kids. And even though there's tough days, we can create another reality inside of the other reality. Like the, what is it? The, the boy with the striped pajamas. You know, you can create realities inside of other crappy realities. And I think as parents, we have this incredible, beautiful challenge to keep life amazing and at the same time real. Yet showing our kids that possibility of how they can also work with their challenges in our lives because in their lives, in our lives, because that's always going to be a part of life, right? Change, things that you may or may not like, that is the one thing you can count on, right? So if it's not just what we say, but what we do that actually ultimately teaches our children how to be in their own lives, then it's a powerful thing that we're doing every day. And yes, we fuck it up. (laughs) We definitely say the wrong things in front of our kids sometimes even with the intention not to or we fight or you know get upset because they're pushing us over the edge after you know no sleep all day and all evening things happen absolutely yet with the intention to create this magical wonderful supportive we love you world even for the grumpy teenagers yes you too (laughs) We, um, I feel lucky and I feel honored to be a part of that, even with all the screw ups and the imperfections. So all of you, I wish you a beautiful, rocky, smooth, sunshiny, rainy, snowy, hot, wherever you are in the world, beautiful start to your 2019. Now for part two, our setting of intentions. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our Imperfect Podcast. For show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page. Or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day. Imperfect.